Hello, and welcome to the inaugural episode of the Middle East Law and Governance Podcast, where we discuss issues of governance and social change in the Middle East and North Africa. My name is Ezra Carmel. I'm an assistant editor of the Middle East Law and Governance Journal. And for our first episode, I'm joined by Professor Janine Clark, MELG's new editor-in-chief. Janine, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Uh, For listeners who don't know you, Janine, would you like to briefly introduce yourself and provide a little background on your academic work? Oh, of course. So I've been um, editor-in-chief for a year now. I'm just starting to get things under my belt. And as we're going to discuss today, I'm going to be making, I hope, some exciting new changes to milk. Um, But in terms of my own research, I'm a political scientist at the University of Guelph. And most of my research has been very fieldwork intensive for much of my career. I did a lot of research on Islamist movements. Um, I then more recently did a lot of work on uh, local politics, so decentralization and local politics, municipal politics in particular, and that was in Jordan and Morocco. And currently I'm doing research on gender and sexuality in the Middle East. So um, my work has been very qualitative you know, in terms of fieldwork, and, and that's sort of what I bring to MELG, I think. Great. Thank you very much for the background. So MELG recently celebrated its 10th birthday, and you took the helm at the start of this year. Could you tell us where you would like to see the journal go, what uh, your vision is for its future? Yeah, I think we have a lot of new exciting things going on with MELG. I mean, one thing I really wanted to build when I became editor-in-chief on a lot of MELG's strengths, and I saw those strengths as, you know, several. One of which is, I think, MELG has a long tradition of having very exciting interdisciplinary work but also work that focuses very strongly on very solid qualitative field work. And I think another one of MELG's really strong strengths are its special issues. Um, MELG has a lot of special issues that are put together by um, very sort of interesting, exciting academics around themes or with approaches that are sometimes more interdisciplinary um, and a little more, let's say, um, unconventional than many journals will accept. And I think that's really exciting about MELG. I'm going to build on all of that, but I think I'd like to introduce some new things. Up till now, MELG has had special issues. I'd like to also introduce roundtables, which would be, let's call them special issues, but they're more like conversations of three to absolute maximum 10 articles half normal word length, three to 4,000 words that would revolve around one theme from different perspectives. And the theme could be an event. It could be um, some major, even some, I don't know, controversial book that's been published or around an issue area in general. I also really want to build on and expand um, the field notes that Melk has traditionally published. So traditionally, Melk has published one field note a year. And these have really been reflections on the field of study. I think now it'd be very exciting to expand the concept of field notes to also include reflections from the field, um, or or in fact, a piece on field research methods. Um, And I would like to publish um, these field notes more regularly. And then finally, I'd like to introduce case comments. Um, MELG is, after all, um, does include law. That's what the L stands for. So it would be very interesting to be able to include short legal comments on various laws that have recently passed and their political and larger significance of these laws. So to begin with, those are some of the changes I would, um, or at least some of the ways I'd like to build on the strengths of MELG. And of course, I should say, in addition to that, 
we'd like to introduce exactly what we're doing right now, podcast with some of the authors of the journal. And then we're hoping also to introduce blogs. So authors would, in addition to their article, at the same time would be published a, a blog of maybe 500 words that's more than an abstract, gives the reader um, you know, sort of a, a more personal, up-close taste of what's going on in the article, etc. And these eventually we'd also like to post on social media, but also on the website. Great. It sounds like there are a number of interesting projects in the pipeline. Uh, could you give us an idea of some of the specific issues that will be addressed through these new formats? Well, we have several uh, special issues coming out that I think will be really exciting. Um, in the near future, we have an exciting special issue looking at Islamism in the post-Arab um, Spring world that I think would be quite exciting. But we also have a, um, a special issue that will be coming out on Libya and another special issue coming out on Algeria. And one of the exciting aspects, particularly of the Algerian one, but also of the Libyan one, is um, the number of scholars from um, Algeria and Libya, respectively, who will be contributing articles. So I'm very much looking forward to getting those publications out. Great. Well, those sound like some very interesting and very timely publications. Right, exactly. So thinking a bit about more the contribution side of the journal, uh, over the past 10 years, Melg has created a wonderful community of scholars that have worked closely with the journal. For those who would like to be, become part of this community, particularly early career scholars, uh, how can they engage with Melg? Oh, I think there's many ways to engage with Melg. Um, one is quite simply via social media. Melg, um, in the, during the last year, and thanks to you, Ezra, Melg now has a very active social media presence on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and certainly anybody can follow what's going on um, that way via Melg. There's you know, announcements of the publications there, um, as well as various opportunities. And also reminding um, potential authors of the different types of publications that Mel does, as I mentioned before, ranging from field notes, which are reflections to case comments, to shorter, much shorter articles that form roundtables, to traditional articles, um, individual articles, all the way up to larger, more traditional uh, special issues. So all of those things, um, they'll be... There's information about those on social media or just information in terms of where to go on the website to learn about how to submit under any one of those formats. Great. Uh, on a similar note, and returning to your early comments about a large number of scholars being from the region and the upcoming issues focused on Algeria and Libya, I'm wondering whether the journal is focusing on encouraging the engagement of scholars from within the region. Um, that's a great question. One of the things we're going to be doing is encouraging field notes of any of the three types I mentioned to be in either English or Arabic. So we're hoping that's going to make it uh, far more accessible to scholars from the region. Um, at the same time, we're also going to try to introduce more open access articles as well for scholars from the region, um, whom either at institutions they cannot afford the journal or whose English may not be strong, um, more accessible to read articles. Great. Those all sound really interesting. Well, Janine, thank you very much for joining us for our very first MELG podcast. Thank you very much. And thank you listeners for tuning in to learn about the future directions of MELG. We will be back in the new year with the second episode of the podcast.